It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everybody, to the C&P Sport Podcast. I'm the one and only P-Pat, and I got my partner here, C, with me as well. What's up? And guys, we are going to first, of course, recap the week six score. Week seven. Uh, week, <laughs> week seven s- score, guys. Um, and so far, I'm... Is up eighteen to twelve over my colleague here. C, uh, man, maybe he should start um, uh, listening to me and start ch- and, and start picking the same team as me to win. It's still close. Uh, we we going to have to see. But first off. Thursday night football, we we had the New Orleans Saints take on the Arizona Cardinals, and in that game, it were all Saints at first, but then Kyle Murray put on a show as he actually Andy Dalton gave them two touchdowns because he he threw I believe three picks. In this game, saw a Thursday night game that had points. Yes, yes, and a lot of points at that. But the uh, Arizona Cardinal won this one, forty-two to thirty-four. And then we got the AFC North division rivalry game between the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Cleveland Brown. And and this game here, um, it was a good game, um. Lamar Jackson didn't really have any good flashy plays. He kind of underperformed in this in this game here, but it didn't cost his team. Um, and they still was able to beat Cleveland twenty three to twenty. Had the Raven improved to four and three, and and still on top of the AFC North in a tie with the Cincinnati Bengals for that first place. Then we move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this game, um, I everybody expected this was going to be a game that Tom Brady and the Buck come back and 
into this week here and put up a statement when saying um saying that last week we lost last week um we 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 wasn't in in sync with each other last week but this week it was more of the same and I think this week was even more terrible because they only scored three points against the Carolina Panthers who just traded Kristen McCarthy so um time no one play no more Gisele Gisele she's got to bring the kids back home he's he's ready to he's ready to he's ready to retire he, he should have never came back uh TB I mean, it's looking bad. Yeah, but the Panthers won that game twenty-one to three, and between splitting time with the two running back, um, they both scored a touchdown in this game um, as well. So we're going to see more of that. Probably in the Panther offense. Move on to the Cincinnati Bengals and the Atlanta Falcons. Now this game here, it was a trip back finally home to pay court stay DM for the Cincinnati Bengals. We've been mostly on the road. Okay. And we finally came home and we gave our home crowd a show. Joe Burrow again making history in the NFL as at one point it was a 28 to nothing lead and Joe Burrow was just getting anything in that game the Falcon defense broke down and the Bengals handled biz business. And this was their second straight game scoring over 30 points. And Burrow said, as long as we score at least 30 points, we are not losing. So, we are going to see about that. But I know that is true. But the Bengals won, won that game 35-17. to 17. And then, we move on to the... Dallas Cowboys take on the Detroit Lions. The Cowboy with Dak Prescott coming back. He he had a great game in this one here, leading his team, the Dallas Cowboy, to a 24 over six victory over the Detroit Lions. Let me just throw this out here. I I, I went out the limb. I gave the Lions a chance last week. They 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 singly handled. You can't fumble on the one yard. You can't fumble on the one. When you got to punch it in, like they had that game, Dan Quint, Dan Campbell, um, I feel your frustration throwing the, throwing the, the the headset down the sidelines. Like I mean, you know, you have to play more a sound football. You gotta have more ball security, especially on the goal line. Jamal Williams, you know, that's something that he really does. And I mean, again, you know, the Cowboys won, but it wasn't the prettiest when Lions you let me down and. Alright, alright. We we gonna have to see what Detroit gonna do this week. But then we move on to the New York Giants taking on the Jacksonville Jaguar and this game came right down to the to the wire. Right now you you have to say Saquon Barkley is having a great year so far. Might be the best best running back 
I wouldn't go that far. In the I, league, I wouldn't go that far. Right now, they listen. See, and I, I, I'm just talking. Talking about, about guys like Chubbs. About, about numbers. Like, Lair, we can talk listen, numbers. man. Lair, Lair. Listen, but but uh, they came, it came down right to the wire. Trevor Lawrence had a chance to win this game. And the Jaguar almost did. For, yep, a yard short. He was right there at the goal line trying to muscle his way in. But... Again, again, another game that Giant fans, I mean, I know you're happy, you're 6-1, and one, but again, another game that y'all love the hook, but in this league, it's about how you win, and it's about winning games, and again, kudos to the New York Giants football team for finding yet another way to eke out a victory, but again, one or two plays go the opposite way, that game is easily the Jaguars game. Again, Dougie, another team, another one of my picks from last week that let me down. Dougie, I love what you're doing down there, but patience running thin now. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. And then we move on to the Green Bay Packers take on the Washington Commander. This game here, the Commander pretty much was ahead of this game. Um, they finally got scary. Terry to to get a long touchdown reception. What I tell you, um, Heineke. Heineke's the difference in that offense. Carson Wentz isn't. He, he's not it. Heineke. I, what did I say last week? I told you, Scary was gonna get back involved. Heineke knows how to get the guy the ball. Curtis Samuel. Shout out to him. He's doing his thing. I know. Uh, <clears throat> after being traded from uh, Carolina and having, I believe he was hurt all last year for the Commanders, but. You know, shout out to him. He's having a good year. But, you know, Terry's a guy there. You you got to get that man the ball. I think Washington mm-hmm. record is a lot different if Wentz utilizes him a lot better in the first six weeks of play that we've already seen, seven weeks uh, as, of, as of to this moment. But, uh, again, I told y'all, told y'all, Scary Terry was going to get involved. Tyler, no, T- Tyler Henneking knows how to get him involved. And Aaron Rodgers is another guy. Aaron... This is what happens when you're a diva, when you don't put the team needs first. Like, I don't know what's funnier, the situation in Tampa Bay, the, the, the play, the, the, clear, the, the clear declining play of Tom Brady, just the lack of passion, uh, the Carolina joke, the fiasco up in, up in Denver, or... Or we come back to 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 this one over here, and it's like it it, it it's what's going on. You know, we're seeing juggernaut teams that are n- irrelevant now. And again, when you don't leave enough money on the table for your go-to guy to stay right alongside with you to possibly bring, which is a great fan base, the Green, the Packer Nation. But um, I mean, me personally. Not really a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. Really don't respect the man after all his shenanigans in the offseason. And this is this should be a prime example what you see when you have a one one guy back a whole organization and have them back into a corner where you have no money, you really have no picks. It's gonna get bad. It's gonna get bad in Green Bay. Fuck, it's better and. I mean the the 
only weapon he got is is um out of June. They're 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 uh, running back, but that's that's the only guy they have, and and I will even keep watch on him and and in the next few years to see if if they deal with him some somewhere. <laughs> It's a it's it's a uh, it, it's it's quite a show that's going on up there, and I mean, like again, it's only gonna get worse. It's only gonna get worse. I mean, I, I feel I feel very bad for if you're a Packer fan because being a Packer fan, you expect nothing but you number winning seasons. You you definitely don't expect yourself going into Week Eight, three and what three and four, and uh uh. Tie for second with the Chicago Bears. I mean, like again, it's it's just gonna get worse. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully this is a year that Aaron Rodgers could reflect on, and uh, hopefully he rides off in the sunset, you know. And I mean, because Green Bay is gonna whatever whatever great team has to do eventually, Green Bay is about to transition into that same type of uh, that same type of process, and that's re- that's a rebuild. That's that's a re- it's not a retool, it's a rebuild because. You went, you spent a pick for Jordan Love a couple of years ago, and the kid hasn't even felt touched the field yet. So, what was the point of that pick? So, at this point, you know he's going to come off a rookie deal yet. He hasn't anything. He hasn't. He hasn't proven anything to get paid. But what direction do you go after Aaron Rodgers? If Aaron Rodgers decides to leave, just I don't want to play no more. Where do you go now? You know. So again, the Packer Nation, that that Packer Nation, Tampa Bay Nation. It's 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 gonna get worse before it gets better, and I mean every good team goes through it. Every, every good team goes through it. All right, and then we got the and the Annapolis Colts take on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans won this game nineteen to ten. Um, Tannehill, um, he he did a, a pretty great job on this past Sunday. Um, I would have thought that this game might have happened. More points scored in this game for the Titans, but but a nine point run for them over the the Colts, so they won that game nineteen to ten. Then we move on to the Houston Texans taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. They won this game thirty eight to twenty, and oh boy, oh boy. Josh Jacobs, I really need to stop um, benching him on um, fantasy. Uh, but I got him. I got him starting this week. So, but he was for three touchdowns after the Las Vegas bye week, as he is still smoking hot, guys. Um, Las Vegas is getting him involved more, and this is the Josh Jacobs. We all know, and we all want this Josh Jacobs every week to come out being the explosive player he he know he could be. So this was a great a great win by Oakland. How they beat 
the Houston Texans, 38-20. Then we move on to the New York Jets. Take on the Denver Broncos. The Jets won, won, won this game, 16-9. The Jets are continuing to have a great year so far. They approved to 5-2 five, five and two, um, on the year. And let's see if they could continue to to I mean keep this up. I mean I mean uh again shout out to Zach Wilson. I love what you do on and off the field. Uh he's gonna have to throw the ball eventually. I mean now with the loss of Bryce uh, Bryce Hall. Oh uh, well, yeah. yeah, you bring in uh James James Robinson which has a question which has a question mark on himself on his uh health because apparently he's dealing with knee injury a, a knee injury that uh, the reason why he didn't shoot up last week in uh, Jacksonville, but uh, they got to throw the ball eventually. I mean, yeah, we know running around. We know teams that are really good running teams, but <laughs> let's be honest. Eventually, the ball has to be put in the air. You have playmakers, Chris Alavi. Uh, yeah, yeah, Alavi. Alovo is there, right? No, uh, no. It's Garrett. No, you're on the Saints. Yeah, it's Garrett. Uh, Garrett. Garrett. Wilson, Wilson, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson. You got Corey Davis. You got weapons. Uh, uh, your boy from Cincy last year, the tight end, um, Uzama, Uzama, uh, Michael Carter. I mean, I mean, the weapons are there. Uh, shout out to that Jets defense playing very like playing a lot better. How can I best way? He, they're playing. Above expectations for what I would have seen on paper, what they had on paper on that defense, they're playing well. They're exceeding ex, they're exceeding expectations. This defense is the reason why they are able to stay in, stay involved in games long enough to pit games away to win games. So I mean, again, shout out to the Jets to Gang Green. You know, they're actually looking like uh, a possibly poss- possibly somebody like a. Uh, uh, just being a AFC East rivalry, possibly could uh, eke a win out from you know the Dolphins, possibly the the Buffalo Bills. So uh, it, it, again, I think that division is going to. If you if you ask me honestly, if you ask me, the AFC East is looking like the NFC East. You got one great, you got you got two great juggernauts on top of that division. Then you got. You know, you like I said before, you got the little, you got the little brothers of the division, and you know, you know they're gonna fight it out, you know, because they want to be as good as Big Bro. So I, again, I think it's great football. I think this year is gonna be amazing. Um, I think a lot of fan bases are gonna get surprised. I think I think a lot of fan bases that are used to their teams underperforming, they're just relishing and. The success that they're seeing that team, their teams having, and I mean, I could run down, I could name a couple, but you know who your team is. Shout out to the Bird Gang. You know who your team is. Y'all there, y'all on top, y'all playing great. This is the best time of the year. People love football. All right, all right, and then we we have the Kansas City Chief take on the San Francisco 49ers. and this game here, guys, a lot of. People thought that this game would be closer than what it was, um, but the 49er defense, um, being a defense that rank in the top five, they struggle against the, the, the Kansas City Chief, um, and Patrick Mahomes just um, expect. Ex- 
expose their their um defense this this past week. So so um so they won that game forty four to twenty three. Then we then we got the Seattle Seahawks take on the the Los Angeles Chargers. Seahawks won this game thirty seven to twenty three. Um. Seahawks have been doing well uh, so far. Um, no magic. Um, major loss though for the Charger defense with on losing J.C. Jackson. Um, he is is um going to be out for the rest of the season. Um. So that that is gonna be a huge loss for the Charger and could have and could uh, really be bad news for the 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 Charger and their defense. So we are just gonna see how bad this is going to affect the Charger. And then we have a little bit of Sunday night football between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Miami Dolphins. At this game here, um, Dolphins was the first to score. Um, Tua said that he wanted to get the ball out more faster, and and Sunday night he did that. He made and, it and uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh two are looking real well. Mm, no. Okay. He 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 said he changing his game to to get the ball out more more I faster. Protect yourself. So but it worked really, really, really well for Tua in this game and the Steelers had 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 a chance to come back and win this game, but Kenny Pickett at the Final, final second. Um, they were close to the goal line, and you know, rookies have to learn, and and in the NFL at that QB position. But a lot of people thought that Kenny Pickett had enough room to just run. For the first down and run the ball out to stop the clock, but instead he ran and he threw the ball, trying to, trying to get that touchdown, that game winning touchdown, and and got inter- intercepted, and that was the game there. A tough loss for him and the Steelers, as the Steelers for two, 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 and four. On the on the season, and then um, you got the Monday Night Football game between the Chicago Bears taking on the New England Patriots, and the Bears, um, Justin Field, um, they steamrolled roll against the New England Patriots, and there was the game that um. Belichick bench um Mac Jones and brought in Zappy, Zappy. but um it still was it 
enough. Um, Zappy um, But the Patriot defense couldn't handle Justin Fields' run game, and that would ultimately really, really, really kill the Patriots for for really keeping that momentum and keep on scoring. Um, but the Bears won that game 33-14. to 14. So now we we are going to get into also the the key team in injuries and and the trades and possible trade before the the deadline. I'm going um I'm going to start here. I just um um said it, but um. I think um the end jury to JC Jackson with the Charger is going to affect their defense and that team um um uh really um I feel like um um this this is really going to bite the Charger in the butt, and and I don't know, I don't know what what the Charger do now. Um, I mean, they haven't been looking well uh, this year. I think a lot of people anticipated them being a much more better team. Than what they have been this year, but um, but I think 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 that that injury alone ain't going to affect the Charger badly. Um, for the trades, um, uh, we got um great news for the Eagles. Um, they they just improved their their defense and. Getting Robert Quinn from the Chicago Bears for a fourth round draft pick, and and that there is going to really upgrade their defense a lot. Upgrade, like like if if, if you didn't think if the world didn't think that they were all in from week one, we are, we are. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, Robert Quinn. I mean, you. You are probably you probably on your hands and knees right now saying, Thank you, Howie. You saved me. You saved me from another losing year in Chicago. You saved me for dwelling away probably a little bit last couple of years I have in my career. Losing. Like, thank you. Come on come 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 to the South Side. Come to the South Side. We're gonna embrace you. We've got a great defensive great group of guys in that defensive blind room. Uh Cox. Uh, Davis, uh, BG, uh, Sweat. Uh, I mean, I can keep going. Like, uh, like Hargrove. Like, it's gonna. It, it's scary hour. It's already a no fly zone in Philly. I mean, I mean, it's it's. If you're a Philadelphia fan, you 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 are praising. You are praising. You are enjoying everything 
Howie is doing. That is truly magic. Because everybody had Howie written off. You know what? He he messed up with the DK drive. He messed up with the with the Jefferson drive. Baby, all is forgiven. AJ's in town. Devontae Smith is in town. Uh, uh, Hassan Reddick, Kaiser White, uh, uh, TJ Edwards with the with him and uh, uh, just elevating his play. Bradbury, yo, Howie, we love you. We love you. It's forgiven. You're bringing Quinn along. Now you know what you do to put the icing on the cake for us to let the rest of this league know that it's 2017 again, and we not playing games. Go out there and get Kareem. Let's solidify. It. Let's go get Hunt. Let's go get Hunt and really show everybody. You know, you thought it was a, you thought it was a problem trying to stop Hurts. Thought it was a problem trying to stop Miles. You thought it was a problem trying to stop Boston Scott. Got it. Swole Batman, fast Batman, skinny Batman. Let's add Kareem Hunt into that backfield. Ooh. Go Birds. I'm loving this. It, 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 the, the city is buzzing right now. I'm loving it. Right. Sorry about that. Alright, and as y'all can see, my uh, partner here, C, is, is um, it's a no fly. As a very. Because I'm really <laughs> excited here um, about his um, egos. Um, I try to tell him. I try to warn him about Hurts. I try to warn. I try to warn the world about Hurts when they said he couldn't throw. They said he had the noodle arm. He can't read a defense. I try to warn him about this young man. And baby, you know that that's all we do. That's that's, that's all us. Not only as men, but as a young black man. Taking huge strides, like he's all he's doing is just silencing his critics, and you know what? That's what I love more. But that's what I love best about the kid, his work ethics. And you know what? You don't think he has a social media? You don't think he watches all ESPN? You don't think he watches you know these, these platforms where you know he's talked about and you know is he the quarterback? Oh, uh, how he made a never mistake in the draft? Oh, they're gonna be going back in the draft and they got to retool and find a quarterback. We found him. <laughs> he's here. He's here. Cunningham. How we done did you proud? Cause you gonna have another great, another great black quarterback. That's going to follow in your footsteps. You, McNabb, like, it's beautiful. Michael Vick, even when you was in Philly, it is beautiful. We're embracing him. I've already embraced him. I've embraced him since he came into this organization, even when Carson Wentz was still around. Shout out to Carson. You know, I was a big fan, you know, just because you wore the green. And you were a great, had a great promising future before the ACL tear and the loss of conference. But this is a business. We moved on. They put the chips in the hurts. When they put the chips in the hurts, I put my chips in. And even after year two, and, you know, we made the playoffs, we lost. I'm, my, my chips are still in. And they have always been in. And that's why when we bring it home, it's going to feel even sweeter because I told everybody this. I told everybody this. Like, I may sound like Skip. Or I may sound like Steven. But I told everybody this. And I'm telling all, all y'all listeners. I'm telling all y'all football fanatics. 2017, and every time I get the goosebumps because it's gonna happen again. It's gonna happen again. Oh my, my, my! It's gonna happen again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I just you not know, get touched when we, we we bring up anything green, Eagles. You know. So. All right. See, we 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 would just have to see about that. But move on to and 
BA News and scores. So last night game, we, we had the Detroit Pistons take on the Washington Wizard. The Wizard won that game 120 to 99, beating the, the Pistons and approving to 3 and 1 on the young season. And then we got the Dallas Maverick take on the New Orleans Pelicans. That, that was a tight game there, but the Pelican beat Beat it out to beat the Mavericks one thirteen to one eleven. Are they approved to to two and one on the season? And then we we got the Oklahoma City Thunders take on the Los Angeles Clippers as OKC won that game one one oh eight to ninety four. And the Thunders approved to one and three, and the Clippers dropped down to two and two. And then we had a fun game last night between the Golden State Warriors take on the Phoenix, Phoenix Sun. A little bit of a rematch there uh, from last year's playoff. But the Suns handled Golden State 134 to 105. And they approved to 3 and 1 on the season. And Golden State 4 to 2 and 2. And speaking about. um. The Golden State in the Suns game, uh, Devin Booker and Clay Thompson got into it a you know I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm a sorry. little bit. I'm sorry, my colleague. You know, I'm, I hate to cut my colleague off, but you know what? I, I you know I, I just can't sit back. And, you know, you know I know we were going to touch on the whole. Uh, uh, I, I, call, I call that an episode, and you know I don't even blame Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? I don't even blame him. You know what I mean? You got to understand. Phoenix Sun had the best record in the West last year, right? Had the number one mm-hmm. overall seed, right? Did they win the NBA championship? Nope. So, therefore, Devin Booker, shut your mouth. You, how dare you? And I mean, I mean, how dare you? I mean, I won't take anything away from you. You're a great player. You, 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 you've come, you, you know, you've come out of the shadows. You know, you, you, you have the... You have the drive, you know, you and CP with the Suns have been able to get going out there as an organization and put them back up on the map as a winning organization. But, brother, watch your mouth. Like, who do you think, first of all, what hardware? That's, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, now I'm gonna channel my inner Steven. What hardware do you own, my brother, for you to be chirping all game? All game to one half of the Splash Brothers. I mean, I mean, Clay. You know, you gotta have a little bit more composure. You know what I mean? You, 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 you gotta like, like, like you said, like, like you, 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 you pointed out numerous times. ESPN pointed out. You clearly told Devin Booker and his whole team, the whole bench, baby, we got four over here. How many do y'all own? How, how many do you own? So again, you know, you have to be a little bit more level-headed, being a professional. You know, uh, your team needing you in a and and basically a game that had playoff atmosphere, playoff atmosphere. You know, like that 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 stadium was rocking as if it was a game seven, a, a deciding game in a in an NBA a NBA playoff round. So again, you gotta have more composure. You gotta have more composure. You know, what I mean, basketball is a real competitive sport. You know, people are gonna chirp. You know, you know, people are gonna push, bump. But you gotta have more composure, baby. You're a champion. You know what I mean? You're a champion. So at this point, you're a god to a mere mortal. So you don't you, you shouldn't even let the little 
and then, and then, you shouldn't let none of that bother you. But again, it's a competitive sport. You know, Devin Booker was kind of getting the best of you last night. But your resume shows why you are who you are. Shows why who you are. So again, you know, like Devin, I understand you're excited. You know, you know the, the Suns have nothing but things to prove. But baby, you got to prove them before you run the mouth. You have to prove these things. Like people and athletes don't understand. You have to prove things. Like it's not just a numbers game. And, and, and people, yeah, yeah, we like the numbers, we like the points, we like the you know the assists and everything. But at the end of the day, what are we playing this sport for? We're playing it for championships. And that is something my man Clay Thompson owned. That's something Devin Booker. Watch your mouth, because I guarantee you. I guarantee let's circle it. You know, like, I should have looked it up and, and, and so I can tell you when next time they meet. I guarantee you, the Splash Brothers will have a lot to say and a heavy chip, especially if that game takes place in Oracle next time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, bro. Well, see, I, I, I don't know, bro. Going from, from last year when they first, it was a... Hey, this game, this we're going to be a a close game, regardless. Um, I don't think the the beef between them is 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 that and that big. Uh, uh, Devin uh, made it big. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, Booker said said that he he. He always respect Clay Thompson, even coming into. So you watch your mouth. His first, but 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 that 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 is going to let me ask you a question. Happen. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question because now I'm I'm channeling my 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 inner Steven. Let me ask you a question. Devin Booker, you respect you respect Clay Thompson. R.I.P. to late, the late great Kobe Bryant, the late great Jellybean Kobe Jellybean Bryant. But um, isn't he? Wasn't he a? Isn't he a big fan of Idol? Now, what you think if that <laughs> man got on the court with a great late Kobe Bryant? You think he has even? If you're not saying, if you're not coming to mid court and saying hello, hello, let me introduce myself. I'm Devin Brooker. I'm a fan of you, Kobe Bryant. Don't say nothing to me to say. <laughs> don't say nothing to me. Don't chirp. Don't say nothing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a damn near almost. I, I damn near almost tied Jordan for with six rings. I got five, baby. I got five. I got five in my hardware. And unless you come and say, "Hey, I'm I'm the new pup and I'm the new I'm the new homie pumpers league," uh, uh, my name is Devin Booker, and you excuse yourself after that, don't you say a word. <laughs> and I just think at the end of the day, you know, like again, again, it's not that deep, it's not that personal, but when you're playing in that type of atmosphere where it literally was like a playoff game, and you got to remember, Phoenix, the Valley, oh yeah, they're salty. There's a little sword in their mouth from like getting getting bounced out last year. So again, Devin Booker, I respect your game. I love what you do in the court. Watch your mouth, okay? Splash, cause that's all. That's that next time. Next time I'm coming around, that's all you're gonna be hearing. Splash, okay? Splash. All right, all right, all right. See, we we will just have to see. Um. Moving on to the so forth for the surprise team so far, 
that is doing good to start out the year. I will have to to go with for the, for the East. My surprise team is the the Washington Wizard. They are three and one. Um, you don't expect much from Washington, but for them to sort the the season out three and and one is 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 kind of amazing to 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 um Bradley ain't got see enough. that Bradley ain't got enough there. I, I love Bradley Bill. I love I love, I love I, phenomenal again another another player that like Dame Dollar. Unless the organization, let's be honest, the Washington. Let's see what 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 they used to be. They were the Washington Bullets. They were the. They don't know who they are. You know, they they they're still trying to figure out who who are we as a whole as a as a as an organization and what are you giving Bradley Bill around them to be competitive? I mean, yeah, I think the start is great. I think I like I like that I like uh, the 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 city is getting you know the city is you know feeling feeling pumped up. You know they they they're really having something to cheer for down there in D.C. right at the moment. But I, I just don't think there's something that they, I, I'm not saying I don't think they make the playoffs because I think they could be a team that mm-hmm. you know they stay they 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 stay afloat all year and they stay healthy. I think they can like Boston. They can definitely be a team that you know uh, six or seven maybe possible seed. I definitely I wouldn't call them a bubble team because I definitely think they'll they'll play they'll be they'll do good enough to you know stay out that whole bubble bracket. But um, I I I I, I, I applaud their star, but I just don't I just don't know how long they ride, how long it's how long it lasts. Mm, right, right, and then, and then for my worst, uh, the Portland Trail Blazer. They so far they 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 at four and zero. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What time is it? It's Dame. It's Dame time. <laughs> it, it's Dame time. I told y'all. What? See, the, we gonna we gonna we gonna revisit this again because I'm a I'm a pat on it. I'm a hashtag. Believe my picks. Believe when I speak. Believe when I say. When when I speak it, I like to speak things into existence. Dame, baby, it's your time, baby. It's your time. Like it is your time. Like Dame Dollar, shout out to. I, like I love that guy. Shout out to him. If 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 loyalty was a person, that's him. If loyalty was a person, that's him. You know what I mean? I respect that man. What he's going through. What he's been through with the organization, and he's still rocking. Shout out that 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 to me that's nothing but class. That's nothing but being a professional, and that's being a grinder. You know what I mean? The city drafted you, they embraced you. You gonna rock? You know and that's a <clears throat> something LeBron doesn't know. But um, um, yeah, we, we, we're not we're not even gonna touch into that one. But you know something that some players don't know about loyalty. But I respect it. I love it. You know, uh, he's not ring chasing. He's playing basketball. He's having fun. And if and, and if and if he gets the right position and things fall in the line and it happens. Kudos to him. I respect that. That's what I respect. I don't respect uh, <coughs> ring chasers. Uh, all right, and we about to enter the our baseball discussion. But just just to note right now, the Laker is is zero and three to start the young season off. But uh, um, I'm going into baseball. We got our World Series matchup between the Philadelphia Phillies. Going up against the Houston Astro, this is the Astro fourth time going to the World Series out of the six 
time they have went to the American League Championship Series and uh, started off with the Astro. They swept the the New York Yankee. Um. Um. Yeah, they they brought out their broom, um, and they dusted off the the whole Yankee stay DM. Um. Can 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 I ask something? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See. Um, uh. You know. Uh. Uh. I see. I was nice. I I, I was nice last week. Uh. I, I I gave you five. I gave you guys five, and you couldn't even do that for me. I I, I, I mean I I picked Houston and five, and I mean I mean really you couldn't win one game. Um, you know what? Maybe if the roof was closed, I mean maybe the uh, the, the the late home run uh, probably would have left. But um, I mean. I don't. I don't even know where to start. You know. I, you know. You know. We. We. We were actually me and my colleague. Uh, we were actually P. We were trying to actually because because cause this is something that uh, we wanted to get a, a insider tip on, like a, like 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 find out how it solely feels from a fan base, like from a fan perspective. Because you know, us being Blue Jay fans, not not highly you know uh, on the Yankees, but. Uh, and not being able to get any real fan reaction, you know. Uh, I just want to know, like, how did how did it, how did it feel? Like, how did it feel? You know, uh, Judge had sixty two home runs, and, and he, he broke the record, and 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 we're just so great in the East, and we made all these moves, and they cheated us, and and they banged on the garbage cans. And I, I mean, I get, I, I'm waiting for the mean, I'm waiting for the the means with the roof was open. That that that's what I'm waiting for next. I I I guess that's what's gonna be the next year uh, complaints. Let's face it, New Yorkers. Brian Cashman is a go. Uh, Aaron Boone is a go. Um, your team choked. I mean, they choked major. I mean, like um um, if 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 choking was a person or an organization, it would be the Yankees. Um. You need to be ashamed of yourself. Um, all the money you spent, Josh Donaldson, you underperformed. You didn't show up. Uh, Judge, I mean, you should have borrowed uh, at least 10 of those home runs during the season and applied it to the playoffs. And maybe y'all would probably still be playing October baseball, possibly. Not not too sure about it. Um, Rizzo, I mean, shout out to Rizzo. Uh, was a big fan of you when you was a, a, a Chicago Cub. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and bash you. But, I mean... Outside of Rizzo, Harrison Bader, uh, Bader, and um, that's it. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sorry, John Carlo hit hit uh, hit uh, uh, had four home runs, I believe, in that in total in that whole series. But um, it just wasn't enough. Uh, pitching a joke, nasty Nesta. Well, y'all needed him to be nasty, and he wasn't. Uh, Garrett Cole. Uh, all that money paid for what? Um, I mean, I could just keep going. I mean, the bullpen was a joke. I mean, uh. It, it it was just it was just a joke of a series and being a Toronto Blue Jays fan I enjoyed it and then again I'm gonna channel my NFC May Smith uh 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 P dog uh uh mad I'm all you Yankee fans out there this one ha <laughs> ha I mean I mean I mean my teammates well, didn't get further didn't get much far 
But you know what? <laughs> At least we could beat the Astros. And you know what? Uh, that's something clearly y'all can't do. Um, something y'all struggle with. And I mean, it's gonna be a lot of soul searching, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things within that organization is gonna have to happen this off season. And guess what? The biggest one being Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. <laughs> where does the, where does the, 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 the New York home run king go now? Where does he go now? I mean, because clearly you can't win in New York. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're trying to pit things, but they're they're, they're pitting older pieces around you. It's not gonna happen here. And again, I'm just loving it. I mean, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Houston Astros either. But ha! I'm sorry. I had to. I just had to. I just had. To, I just had to. Uh, I, the, the Bronx niche. And even better. Even better. How was it? To witness it in your own house, like like Pedro Martinez says, "Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy now? Cause it ain't Pedro and Big Poppy no more. It's Bregman and the Mastros. And and I mean, there was no need of no banging, no can banging, but it was a lot of slamming. Jordan Alvarez, stud, stud, Yankee killer. That was David Ortiz reincarnated, and he's back." To terrorize all over again. I'm done. I I I I feel like I've got it all out. I feel like Yankee Nation. You hear how I feel. You may not like it, but it's the truth. And um, I mean, see you next year. Uh, all right, all right. And then the Philly beat the San Diego Padres four to one to move on to the World Series as well. Um. The Padre had a great run, and you you really have to respect the Padre and um, being able to make it as far um, being a wild card team um, and knocking off the 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 best team in baseball um, and and doing this without. Fernando Tatis Junior, they got they they have great things going there in San Diego, and I expect when Tatis do come back, supposed to be on April twentieth of next year, so he's just going to miss about the first eight first eighteen game. Um, for the Padre, that if the if there no type of type of delays and, and stuff like that, but but I think once they get Tatis back, they say only 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 gonna make their 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 team a much 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 be- better team. Um, then they was right now. Um, and going and going to the to the Phillies. Um, I think that the Phillies. Um, they got something something brewing strong there. Um, everybody is doing their job. Um, everybody is hot. Right now, and and they might 
They might could knock off the Houston Astros and 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 I'm telling you this if the Philly bring another World Series to the city of, of Philly Delphia and then you got the Eagles right now that is undefeated right now that are we gonna burn the city down? That city gonna be electric. Are we gonna burn the city down? It's gonna be electric. But but going off of that, um I gotta ask my partner here, C, uh what do the Padre have to do this off season, if anything, to get back to October baseball for next year? Uh, well, Congratulations, shout out to the San Diego Padres for everything they did accomplish this year. Uh I did pick the Phillies of the sweep, you know. They kinda let me down. They took it and they they did them off in five. But I mean, uh Padres, I mean, you don't change much. You know what I mean? You don't change much. You locked up a closer. You made a you made a you made a mid a, a trade a, a deal during during the deadline and you picked up probably one of the best closers in baseball. Uh you have probably one of the best third basemen in baseball. Uh, arguably, I would say if I had to pit your rotation on a healthy note, I would I would I would reasonably say that their rotation could fall in the, uh, easily the top ten. Easily, easily with all guys must grow healthy. Darvish, you Darvish pitching at you Darvish capacity has this the, the stature that we've seen you Darvish pitch since he came into the league. Uh uh I don't know what it is about Blake Snell, but I mean the dude the dude was very inconsistent all year, but then when he had to be real solid towards the end of September going into October baseball again, like I said, momentum is everything. We seen Snell of Tampa Bay days. We seen Snell twelve Dominant, dominant outings towards the towards the end of his uh towards the end of the year. Um, I think you keep that core together. I mean, I I do think if there's a pitcher if there's a pitcher available, I think you do probably go out there to sew up maybe a better three guy. I think uh, I think you definitely I think you definitely go with Joe and Darvish on top as the one two, and I think. If there's a feasible and there's a reason, there's a serviceable third guy there. I think, I think you go out in free agency and you go and you find that guy, and then you bring that guy in and you drop Blake and you you drop you drop either Blake to four or Mike Clevenger. But I think you gotta go get another third, a consistent third starter, just about. Because if you at that point I feel they do that, I think they have a complete five man rotation. I think the bullpen, Nick Martinez, Luis Garcia, uh, uh, Josh Hader, Hader. Uh, I think the bullpen, there's a number of other arms in that bullpen that was solid towards the end. Um, I think Melvin, Melvin, uh, was it Melvin Moore? Uh, yeah, Melvin Moore, mm-hmm. the former, mm-hmm. um, A's coach that came over that they acquired. I think he did a phenomenal job with getting them guys to be able to compete and fight hard all year. And I think they do all these things. They get Tatis back. No setbacks. You get Tatis of the prior year when he had his breakout year. Um, I think you're right back in the playoffs. But I think the only difference is I think you make it a little bit more interesting in the West. 
I think you don't just settle for a wild card. I think you actually compete and you try to, you try to, you try. You've already shown the Dodgers that we can beat you on the big stage in the playoffs as a wild card. I think you try, you up the ante, and you now you try to solidify. Okay, we can win this division, and we are somebody that you need to respect, and as we're a force to reckon with. So I think there's not this, there's not much in you do. You know, I think like again, uh, I'm a, uh, you know you've heard me say before the pieces are already there. I just think again, I think you need you go out if there's a pitcher that you can afford and a pitcher that you can get at a good rate or uh, make a good deal for. You go out, you make, you plug that, you plug that void, and everything else. I think it's already there. I think everything is already there. All right, all right, all right, and then we gonna move on to the Bob. To, that's his name. Yeah, that right here. Bob. To, to the New York Yankee and um the Yankee have I'm not talking about them again. Have yeah. Um have have a bunch of key free agent this year. Uh one the the biggest free agent in the open market this year and Aaron Judge. But the Yankee could have Anthony Rizzo being a free agent if he declined his play option for next year. But but they got Zach Britton, L- Luis Severino, um, of course, um, Andrew ben- Benatendi. Um, um, and that really looks like the key pieces as as there. Um, oh, and um, Jamison. Talon, but um, but see, what what do the Yankees have to do this off season to get them back to October baseball? Um, I mean, I know a lot of Yankee fans are not gonna like what I'm about to say, but uh, I think you let Aaron George walk. I think you let him walk one because you 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 save some of the money that you can actually go out and actually. Get pieces that can actually make you more of a solid team in October when you need to be. Um, I think they can. I think they can afford to part to part from that bat, and I honestly feel that way because I honestly feel with the emergence of Oswell, uh, Oswell uh, Cabrera, mm-hmm. you still have Aaron Hicks, you still got John Carlos and Harrison Bader. Mm-hmm. All this, like you still have the pop. You may not have the complete numbers that you would get home run wise from Judge, but I'll take consistency and ribby over bombs any day. And um, not saying that Judge ain't handle consistency, but he did have his cold spells in his times where he uh, didn't perform playoff wise. Um, but um, I think you let Judge walk. Um, I think you have to make a big decision between. Tyson and Serbino. I think you definitely bring one of them back. But you gotta judge you gotta just weigh out you gotta weigh out who who's the best option to bring back. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I'm at a stump because James Townsend can look he can get you a couple of innings and he can look like a, he can look like something and then his days when he doesn't look like much. And yeah, Serbino that we know there's a dog and there's a stud in him, but 
He couldn't eat. His change injuries, of, his, yeah. his injuries. His that that's that's the that's big true. question mark on him. It's his injuries. Do you invest? Do you give him a couple more? Do you give him? A, do you give him two or three years? You know what I mean? Do you? But you give him two or three years. Uh, he gets on the shelf. He goes out on the shelf on uh, half a year in his first year, his new contract. You know what I mean? So you have to really play and weigh those things out. Um, I think Zach Brenton, he's probably the only in the recent years uh, that has been like an actual real consistent bright spot in that pen. And I mean that as of Clay Holmes emerged this year. I mean, I mean as an opposer, you know who your future close is going to be. You just got to figure out the guys in front of him. And you got to figure out the guys you can rely on, especially in high leverage. And I think Zach Breton, being the lefty he is, I think he's a very good lefty. He's, mm-hmm. he, he's very sneaky. He's very he, he, he has good stuff. And I think the re- one reason why he wasn't available this year because of injuries. And he spent half the year on the disabled list, nursing an injury that he actually never really got... I don't think he actually got activated and played any games this year. But... Even better because then you know you had a guy that was on the shelf the whole year. Let him take the whole offseason and get himself right, and then you come to the table and you offer him some good decent money that maybe you can get him to come in and play a setup role. You can get him to remain a high leverage guy and keep that high leverage arm that you already have that you're gonna need going forth because if they don't realize it, and I mean Yankee fans, I mean I want you to hear from me first. I want you to understand this. This is not being me being bitter. This is me being a realist. The AO East. The league in a whole, it's a movement of youth. So teams that were once juggernauts and just on top every year, in and out, it's a change of guard that's that's happening. Whether y'all want to realize it or not, but you're going to have these pesky Orioles that's going to be around. You're going to have the Toronto Blue Jays that's going to be around. You're going to have the, the Tampa Bay Rays that, you know, just every year they seem like they're just going to be in the mix. And then you got to think about the Boston Red Sox. How long are the Boston Red Sox going to be down in that division? So, again, I believe their window is closing really fast on their championship aspirations and dreams. But I think if they want to stay, keep that window, not keep it open longer, but actually be able to get it done while that window is open, I think you got to make a decision between those two pitchers and who, which one is really the more reliable to bring back. You walk away from judge so you can keep some money on the table so you can actually go out. There's guys like Carl Schrader, Dome. There's uh, the and and the Grum. There's there's plenty of arms, surgical arms, that you can actually go out and spend money for that may actually help propel you and get you over. Guess what? Who's your daddy? Those Astros. And I mean, I mean, if 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 if. The Yankees were Superman. We damn sure know who they kryptonite is, and 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 that's just being real. Like and and until they are able to, because we've seen it, we've seen it. They brought Frankie in. They made all these moves to the all during during the deadline. Did it help them? It didn't. So again, like they got to switch up. They need to switch up their formula. And then me personally, I think. You need a fresh. You need a fresh face in there. You need a fresh face in there. Like Aaron Brown was a Yankee. You know. You know he had the 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 the, the great walk off. You know home run that uh, propelled. I forgot what year World Series. What year they they did it to the Red Sox. But 
uh, off the, the, the Tim Wakefield knuckler that he hit the he hit he hit off the walk off and sent out to the World Series. But I mean, I, I get it, loyalty. You know, he's a, he was a Yankee, but you know, at this point in time, he's not had his time to try to get y'all where y'all need to be. You need a change. <laughs> you need a change, and until the Yankees make that change, there. I think they're going to remain stuck in limbo with not being able to get over the Astros. All right, well, we'll see. We we just we're out to take a close look and see what they're going to do in the off season. But moving on to our real series pick and prediction, um, I I think I'm going with the. You can say Go ahead. The Phillies and yeah. and and um I go on them in six game. I think um uh what's the the keys for the Philly to beat the Houston Astro, the undefeated team right now in the postseason right now. Um I feel like one they're going to Come down to to pitching, the pitching how to stay stay sharp. Um, everybody has to continue to to do their job, and if they can keep that going, um, I think think that they could knock off the the Houston Astros. Second, I I would say that. That that guy, Reese Hopskin, that that guy right there, he have to have to stay hot, and he had to continue to be productive in in the in the. Philly often. And we know about Bryce Harper and what he can do and what his back can do. But my 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 main guy at Reese Hopskin, I think that he just have to keep him going. He been playing really, really, really well um in this post season and who knows he's a free Angel next year, but who knows if the if the Phillies can pull this off and, and bring another real series to the city of Philly, Philadelphia. Don't be surprised if the Philly go and and give him a, a contract extension to uh, to stay a Phillies for for a couple. More years, but 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 that in my take and my prediction of who we're gonna win the World Series. Um, I guess you know, I guess this is gonna be a, the pick we're gonna both be able to agree on. But what I'm gonna say is, I'm gonna go on a limb because what's going on in Philly right now is special. What's going on in the state of Pennsylvania right now is amazing. Uh. Uh, Pennsylvania is this as a state collectively. Well, we're not going to respond to uh, anything coming out of Pittsburgh, but uh, 
the state collectively, you know, it has to feel good. You know, it's showing that you know this is a this is a state that has a winning culture, that has cities or teams that can win, that can be around, that can be the last the last team standing. And I'm gonna go out the limb just because again momentum, energy. Yeah, the Astros fan base and the Astros, they're rocking now, you know, they they just uh uh they just abused uh the juggernaut Yankees again. So I mean they're riding it, they're enjoying it, but I think uh cockiness. I think that's what's gonna ultimately be their demise in the end, and I think I gotta go Phillies and Five, Phillies and five, and I say that I say I stand firm about Phillies and five, and what's going to be the difference maker in that series is I got five things. One, you gotta take one or two. You gotta take either game one or game two. You cannot allow the Astros to start this series off in Houston. I mean, in Philadelphia, and come in there and take take two. Like you, you, you can't let that happen. If, if they take two, it it may be a deep hole for the Phillies to climb out of. So you gotta think of it uh, games one and two. If you're able to sneak one in your own house and get back to Houston, tied, that's a win. If you're able to win two at home, it's definitely a win for you. But I think your main focus now, you gotta take it game by game. And you got to take it as uh, how, like, I love, like, the philosophy like the Eagles are carrying in their locker room as if, you know, we're undefeated. But we're not 7. We're not really 6-0. and We're we're 1-0. and That's to go every, every week. And I think every day that they go out and play, they have to have that mindset. We're 1-0. We're playing one game at a time. We can't get ourselves. We can't get ahead of ourselves and think being up three zero, being up three one, being down zero three, being down zero two. Like you gotta take it one day at a time, and I think it's very important, very important to be able to win game one to set a tone and keep that momentum and keep that house Philadelphia rocking. Make it as as unpleasant. As it can be for those Houston Astros because that's something they haven't really had to dealt with this postseason run, and that's being ruffled. I mean, the closest to having they felt was ruffled was when they were down, I think, eight to four to the uh, no seven to four to the seven nothing at one point to the Mariners in their opening a uh, ALDS game, and how did that end? You know what I mean? So again. You have to be able to set the tone. You have to have... They, they need that. You have to... The Ashes are a team that you got to go blow for blow. You got to play perfect baseball. And you have to be able to stand tall. And I think, again, game one is a very important game. But you got to get out of Philly either with a split or either up two. Now, second... So that you don't have the same problem Aaron Boone had. If is if you are if there is an option and they ask, do you want the roof open or close? I advise to close it. But if it's not, I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta go in that house and you gotta win. You gotta go. You gotta be able to go back to Houston. And like I said before, you gotta take it one game at a time. So when you go back to Houston, you gotta have the mindset. If you go back with a split. One game at a time, but your ultimate goal is one game at a time. 
But your ultimate goal when you leave Houston, you gotta be thinking we gotta we gotta leave here two out of three. We got we gotta leave here two out of three, just so that when we go back home, we have an opportunity to close them out. And if we don't have an opportunity to close them out, if we can't close them out, then we have one more night to try to close them out. And I think again, you gotta take it one day at a time. Three, I think I I I respect Bryce Harper. You know, I understand why he won. MVP for the NLCS, but I did rightfully so. I really don't think he actually really deserved it. He's Hopkins. A lot of those bombs, I mean bombs that he hit, that got that crowd, got that stadium, got that energy and that juice flowing in that lineup and in that dugout. I think if you're Reese Hopkins, I think you don't worry about his back going cold because I think you're happy. That's your boy, your teammate, won NLCS MVP. But in the back of your mind, you're also kind of thinking, I hit like four or five bombs. I hit crucial bombs, just like he did. I hit crucial bombs with runners on and crucial moments of the game. And, and I got overlooked for, you know, so I think it's a chip. I think it's not only a chip to win a championship, but it's also that inner competition within the clubhouse. I think it's a chip that, you know what? I didn't get NLC. Well, I didn't get NLCS MVP. I'm going to get World Series MVP. So I don't think you have to worry about Reese Hopkins or Bryce Hopkins, uh, Bryce Harper bats cooling off at all. I think, like I said, my third, my, my, my third intake on what will help them win this series, I think, you already got basically Batman and Robin, your first two your first two heroes that's been showing up in this postseason. Now you need that unsung hero. Swarberger. Casting Lana. You need one of these other sluggers in your lineup. Because let's be honest, I don't think the Houston Astros will avoid pitching to Bryce Harper. But if it gets to the moment in time. Where people are willing to pit him on to get some miles, you have to have that fear of every man from one to four. Especially if you're gonna have Harp, if you're gonna have Swerberg at the top, you're gonna have Reese and 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 Harper between them before you even get to the fifth guy on your lineup card. I mean, I think Castellan and Swerberg they gotta probably step it up a notch to keep that energy flowing and help those guys like Hopkins and Harper. And shout out to Gene, because Gene's been playing his playing his tail off, you know. He made a couple of errors in the infield, but he's he's made up with his bat. He he's playing with the confidence that we haven't seen in a while from him. And four, I think uh what's his name? Uh Ranger Suarez. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that is another unsung hero. He has pitched pretty well in his matchups in the postseason. And I think, and ultimately, if you're able to get, it's a seven-game series, if he gets one start, you're able to get one good quality start on him, where you're able to stick around in the game long enough because, hands down, their bullpen has answered the call. Those guys will, <laughs> we didn't know who the closer was when the season started because who they started with. Those guys have been able to, Hold it down and pin in some good innings to keep their team around. And fifth, but you know, last, I think you gotta you, you, you gotta learn from what the Mariners didn't do. You get Big Berlin on game one, if you touch him up, you gotta win that game. You get Kristen Javier out there, you touch him up. You basically when you get these studs that can pin up 10 plus K's or make your lineup look foolish. You get opportunities to beat them, you got to win. And I think if they don't do that, that makes 
bringing the title home to Philly a lot harder for them. I don't think it makes it any like 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 they can't get it done, but I think it makes it just throws another wrench, another mentally, another wrench into their plans. And it's something that I think when you don't have a complete rotation as the other team, because clearly hands down Houston's rotation has been phenomenal in this postseason. Um you gotta match their energy somewhere else in some in, in some other areas. And again, I think if you're able to get on top of people, studs, aces, you gotta win those games. Cause you that's not guaranteed to happen if you see them again. It's not guaranteed. So Phillies in five. Go Philly, go Philly Nation. Not a Philly fan, but what's going on in Philadelphia is special. They're feeding off the Eagles. Eagles are feeling off for them. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I mean we'll have a champion by next week. Yep, yep. As at the at game one of the World Series begin this Friday, I believe at eight eight o'clock. So stay tuned for that. And now we're going to move on to the suit them up or bunch them. Um I'm gonna ask my partner C here. Should you store Deontay Foreman? Against the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. That running back. I mean, I think yeah. You said. I mean, yeah. You 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 saw them. I mean, I believe in that Carolina offense. They're gonna experiment with some things to figure out where they're headed. So I think Foreman, Devontae Foreman, uh, Foreman, right? Devontae. Uh, yeah, Devontae Foreman. I think he, I think he definitely, as long as he produces, I think he definitely stays involved in that offense. So, as long as him and Hubbard is splitting carries, yeah, you, 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 you send him out there. You, you start him. All right, and do you start, suit him up or 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 bench him? Do you start Derek Carr against the the New Orleans Saints this? Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the emergence of Josh Jacobs and how they use them now and implicating the run game, uh, I think you bench him. I think you bench him because you can't underrate that secondary in um, New Orleans. And is the game in New Orleans? The game is. Yep. Yeah, you you bench him. Um, it's just again it's. The atmosphere, the atmosphere in a lot of places can, it's powerful, and I think you bench him. I think, I think they still rely on the run with Josh Jacobs. I don't think he has a terrible game, but I, I don't think he's start. He's, he's, he's uh suiting up worthy in that situation. So I mean, if you have a better option as a quarterback this week, I think you should take it. All right, and lastly, do you suit up or bench Amari? Cooper for the Monday night matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals this coming day on Halloween day. I mean, I mean, of course you got you got to sue Amari. I mean, Amari's gonna get his targets regardless. It's just if he's gonna uh, make anything happen, and with Amari playmaking ability. Um, I think you suit him. You suit him up. Uh, you, you let him go out there, and because you gotta, you gotta believe. We, we gotta know and believe that it's gonna be a heavily Kareem Hunt and Chubb show. But again, you're gonna have to put the ball in the air. And I think Donovan Peoples, 
has has shown a little emergence this year. So I think with his little bit of mercy, it probably takes off a little bit of uh, the you know the double teams, the blankets off of Amari, where you know you can get him involved and let him be a playmaker. So I think if he's he's definitely at least wide receiver two material. I won't say wide receiver one, but he's definitely wide receiver two material, borderline three. So yeah, you suit him. All right, all right, and then we are now going to move in to our picks for Week Eight of the NFL season. Um, ten more weeks to go after this, but the the first matchup tomorrow, our Thursday night football, we got the Baltimore Ravens take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Raven. Um, I feel like. Um, they they are going to handle the the Buccaneers well and Tampa Bay as of that, and I just don't think um Tom Brady is going to um have it um uh, to tomorrow night, and I feel like the Buccaneers are going to continue to struggle, and Lamar Jackson and going to bounce back. In this game, and having a much more better game than than he did last this past Sunday against the Cleveland Brown. Um, I gotta take I gotta take Baltimore. I think uh, I think the ship continues to sink and uh in Tampa Bay. But what I will say is I do think it's a little bit more. I do think Tom comes out with a little bit more fire. I think it is probably a chip. I think again, like I said, these athletes they all have social media. They all know. They all read the paper. They all hear the news. They all hear watch ESPN, uh, uh, NBC, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever network. You know, they they know what's going on. They know what's being said. I think Tom comes out. Uh, you know, he, he he tries to light a little fire underneath that team. But ultimately, I think that Ravens defense. I think that Raven defense. It's basically like a pit bull that smells, a shark that smells blood. And I think that Ravens defense just ultimately becomes too much for Tom. And um, I got the ball. I got the Ravens. All right. And then we move on to the Denver Broncos taking on the Jacksonville Jaguar. This this is going to be a 9-30 game. Um, this game is in London. Um, and so, uh, an early football game to start off Sunday. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Trevor Lawrence. I feel like he going he this week he going to get it done against the Denver Denver Broncos. Um, and I believe in Trevor Lawrence. Um, I gotta agree. I gotta agree with my colleague here. Um, I'm gonna go. WP, don't fail me again. I think uh, Travis ENT getting the green light and emerging as the uh, lead back. Um, I like uh, Hasty over there. I think, uh, you know, him him going into more of a, a change of pace, uh, moving up the depth chart as the second uh, back on the team. I think they do, they they. Discover new things that are able to do this week. Christian uh, Kirk, I think he still stays involved in the offense. He had about 10 targets last week, put in seven. Um, I just think the Jaguars, uh, they get it together. I think, like, again, it's 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 a bonfire up there in uh, Denver. And it's not – they're another team that's not going to get better. It's, like – 
it's not gonna get better. Like you're gonna see a lot of your favorite players being dealt real soon up there. I got Jacksonville. All right, and and then you got the Miami Dolphin take on the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna take Miami Dolphin. Uh, what what I saw from two other past week. Um, hey, quick passes and getting the ball off more faster. It's deadly, I think, and I just don't think the Lions are gonna be able to keep up with the Dolphins in this one. So I go on, so I'm taking the Miami Dolphin. Hi, Detroit. I'm gonna go on the limb again. Don't do it. Dan Campbell. You know, I like, I believe what you got going on there with your offensive unit. Defense definitely needs work on it. But I think with DeAndre Swift getting injected back into that lineup, I think I think they go more of a, a run-heavy type of game plan. And I think I, I think the Lions, I think the Lions give their fans and their fan base something to at least have some type of hope for the rest of this year prior, I mean, Maybe towards next year, you know. Just you know, I this I think they get a win. They get back in the win column. Don't let me down, Lions. Don't let me down, D. All right, and then we got the Carolina Panthers take on the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take the Panthers and this one. Um, I I feel like they they're going to keep that momentum going against the Atlanta Falcons and. From what we saw last week with the Falcon defense, um, um, I I think the Panthers are also find ways to to beat the Falcon defense and ultimately win this game. Uh, I gotta go against you. I'm gonna go Atlanta Falcons. I think Mar- Mariota he hasn't been playing. He has been playing terrible this year. You know what I mean? He's he, he, he's playing a Mariota-type numbers, what you should expect from a dual-threat quarterback. Um, I think I think uh, Atlanta defense is in the slouch. You know what I mean? I think they had a bad day. A bad day at the defensive unit out there. I think that's something that will be touched on in practice all, all this week. And it's a division game, so there's always that extra oomph and intensity in, in, into, the, uh, into the whole meeting. So I think the Falcons. I think they write the ship. I think they understand that we have to write the street. We have to write this ship, and it's not about writing the ship right now. You're three and four. The Buccaneers are three and four. The whole division is kind of, eh, it's kind of, you know, no, there's really nobody over five hundred there. So I think at this moment in time, just to keep pace with what the Buccaneers are doing, I think you have extra emphasis in practice week on how important this game is, especially being in the in divisional rivalry. How. Much is important to go out there and perform and pit and get a W. And I think the Atlanta Falcons go when they get that. All right. And then we have the Arizona Cardinal take on the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings to win this game here. Um, I think um, Jefferson have a great game. I think um, um, Dalvin Cook. He get involved in this one as well. Um, and I think Kirk Cousin has himself a, a good game against Kyler Murray and the Arizona 
Cardinals, so I'm going to be taking the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I got to agree with you, uh, the Vikings. I just haven't seen enough from Connor Murray in the offense. To, I haven't seen enough. Okay, you beat the Saints last week, and a game that should a game now on paper to me, y'all should be y'all should be a favorite to me on paper. But um, I think you. I I I I don't I haven't seen enough consistency first half wise like and we spoke about this before about first half teams and not playing all half or all game and I think with them that has been a problem with them that has been a problem with them with slow starts and you're not gonna be able to play good teams or teams that are are good enough to beat you starting off slow making stupid stupid penalties. Uh, uh, stupid mistakes, not capitalizing. You know, uh, last week was the first week that they actually kind of corrected one of their biggest flaws this year, and that's that's in the red zone. And we understand, we all know, when you're in the red zone, you don't want to leave there with three, but if you have to, but in overall the goal, when you get down here, you're trying to get seven. And you're not going to win a lot of football games three, 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 Especially when you get inside the 10. You have to be able to punch the ball in. And I, I think it will get easier for them as the year go on. Because with DeAndre Hopkins back at practice, back into, back injected into that lineup, I love the receiving core because there's a lot of speed there. It's a lot of veterans, a lot of veteran leadership there. Uh, some good route runners. You got Hollywood. You got uh, got Hollywood Brown on one side. You got uh, D-Hop. You got Rondell Moore, the speedster. You still got the veteran A.J. Green, if need be. Like, uh, they just added uh, Robbie Anderson. So, there's weapons there. It's just that when do this offense pitch together where they look dangerous again? They look like something to be afraid of. And I think right now there is... And I don't, I don't want to blame Kyler Murray. I think uh, it, some of this has to fall on Kingsbury, his playmaking, his his I mean his his play calling. Um, so I think that until they figure that out, you're not going to see that dynamic Cardinals offense we saw a year a year a year prior. We're not going to see that. And with that being said, I think this is another slow starting game for them. And I think uh, you start off slow, especially against the five and one Vikings, which are they're very underrated. Very underrated for what their what their record says. Um, they're just a team that you can't allow it to happen, especially with a runner like Dalvin Cook, where they can run you into the ground and just keep the ball away from you. You can't do that. So I gotta take Minnesota. All right, and then we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Dallas Cowboys. I gonna take the Cowboys at this one to, to to win this one. I feel like Dak Prescott continue to. Um, have a have a great start in his. Oh, I'm about to say. I think he's about to say a great. And <laughs> in, in his second uh, game back, um, I feel like they they get this win at home in Dallas and Texas against the Chicago Bears. So I'm taking Dallas. Um. Um. I gotta go. Um, I gotta go Dallas. Even be an Eagle fan, you know. What I mean, uh, again, uh, he made he, he he. I mean, he made a he 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 made a a a donkey of me last week. Uh, but again, I would never take a quarterback that's that that has cried on the sidelines. You know, uh, 
Justin Fields, you won't you won't get a pick from me at all this year. No matter who the matchup is, Chicago Bears. I'm sorry, but I gotta take the Cowboys and anybody that faces y'all the rest of this year. Just throwing it out there. All right, <laughs> and then we got the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna take. The Raiders and this one, I feel like Josh Jacob could continue to dominate on the ground like he been doing um, so far, and I just think think that 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 really continue, and I don't think the Saints are going to be able to slow Josh Jacob down. So I'm taking the Raiders. This is why I gotta go against you. I'm gonna go with the Saints. You know I'm gonna go. I know I'm gonna go to Saints because you know why. One of the biggest flaws that the Raiders have had this year, and that's covering tight ends. And I'm sorry, there's a man named Tyson, not Mike, but his name is Hill, and that man is phenomenal. He's playing tight end. He's playing quarterback. Hell, he's playing running back. So I mean, I think that is the true X factor in that. I think. I do think it's a close game. I do, I do give him that. I do think it's a close game. I do, I will give Josh Jacobs a good, a good, a good day on the ground against him. But I gotta take the rank. I mean, the Saints in the end. And I actually, I'm actually gonna say go on a limb. I'll, I'll take him at least by six or three points. All right, all right. And then we got the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm gonna take the. Eagles and and this one um I feel like the Eagle have too much fire power for Pittsburgh to be able to 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 keep up with and to contend against. So this this game here might be a blowout game, but but we we just have to see. But I'm I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, what time is that funeral? One o'clock. Okay. Um, gotta make sure that all black. Um, 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 you already know. Uh, it's it's the Burgay Nation. We're gonna approve to seven and zero. Uh, uh, Kenny Prickett. You probably won't. You probably won't have to see us for a couple of years after this. After this meeting, but we're gonna make sure the first time we meet that you don't forget who we are. And um. I gotta take Eagles. I gotta take Eagles from start to finish. I think they win this game. I think this is the first game that they actually start from beginning to end. And I believe I'm even gonna go out to Atlanta. I got them by twenty. I got them by twenty in my final score. I got them about twenty. All right, all right. And then we got a division rivalry. Game against the New England Patriots taking on the New York Jets. I'm gonna take the Jets in this one. Um, I trust in Zach Zach Wilson to uh, get it done in this one. Um, um, I think the Patriots. Um, I feel like the this game should be a close game, but I feel like the Jets. Going to find a way to to pull this one off against the New England Patriots, and I think their loss from from Monday night are going to um could, uh, going to affect them in this game. Uh, uh, uh they let me down against the Bears, so uh, 
I think I think ultimately I, I I'm 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 gonna go Patriots. I'm gonna go Patriots because I think I think we got a little quarterback controversy brewing up there, and I think I think Zappy Zappy Hour. I think he gets a full week of practice in with the starters. As he should have this week. Mac Jones is starting. Oh, he's starting? In that game. Yep. Oh, so you know what? So I'm going to take Jets. I'm going to definitely take Jets because I think the defense is going to be too overwhelming. And I think I think the style of Mac Jones' play, it doesn't fit the, it, it doesn't fit what, 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 what the Patriots are doing up there. I, it, it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't fit the play no more. And I think... If the Patriots want to be relevant again in the future, I think you have to try to cater that offense. I think you have to make big decisions during the rest of this year, do a lot of heavy evaluating. And I think you have to ultimately go into the offseason. You definitely go to the offseason with a quarterback, with a, with a quarterback uh, competition brewing for you know next next year going into camp. And I think you got to really make a decision going into camp on these two guys. And... I personally think if you design that offense to fit that boy's play, I think, I think Zappiawa will be all we're hearing and 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 up in up in um New England for a long time. That's all just right, my, that's just my opinion. All right, and then we got the Tennessee Titans take on the Houston Texans. I got the tight Titans winning in this one. Um. Houston is still trying to to figure it out down yeah, there. Competitive, um, yeah, true, but but they still is missing a little bit, few pieces there. Quarterback, but yes, but but they are, are not that far 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 off though. They're in the right direction as a, as an organization. But I'm gonna take the Titans in this one here. Yeah, I gotta agree. I gotta go Titans. King Henry. I like I love Damian Pierce. I like what he's doing out there. Definitely gonna be a stud to watch out there in the South. But I gotta go Henry. All right, and then we got the New York Giants taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I don't. I, I'm gonna take the Giants. I feel like they're gonna continue to keep this winning streak going. Um, and I f- f- feel like Saquon Barkley is going to continue to to keep on. Producing, um, Daniel Jones are going to continue to produce as well, and and I think they continue to keep this groove going in New York against Pete Carroll and his Seattle Seahawks. But I do think that this this will be a close game with um Gino, um. In there as well, um, but I, I seeing this to be a, a close game. Um, I got. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Seattle. I think Seattle defense does something that these other teams haven't done playing the Giants, and that's beat them, and that's uh, expose Daniel Jones. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know there's Daniel Jones fans out there, but he's not it. Saquon Barkley, cools to you, a nice little season you're having. I will say their defense has also helped keep them around in games, but I think they come up against a Seattle defense that can also match, match the back end and match up front to contain some of those weapons like Saquon. And I believe, I believe, personally, you take Saquon out the game and you make Daniel Jones beat you with your arm, and I don't think he can do it. I mean, I know what I know. Debo is 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 building that offense around him, 
But I still don't believe in Daniel Jones, so I got to go Seahawks. All right, and then we got the Washington Commanders take on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm going to take the Commanders in this one. Um, I feel like um, Hainaki continued to to uh, dominate, get get um, Scary Terry involved more in this game as well, and and. I think the commando will get it done against the Colts. Um, I gotta agree. Um, the Colts are another team. Uh, Matt Ryan just recently, I think he's placed on IR. I think that pretty much think he's done for the year. Uh, and even if he wasn't, he's he's been demoted from starting quarterback. I think uh, I think Frank Wright. This is gonna be a learning. This is gonna be an evaluation process that he's about to go through with some players to evaluate where they go, where they go next from here. So I definitely think I definitely uh, gotta take the Commanders. I think Heineke thinks he keeps it going, he keeps it rolling. Um, I definitely think he keeps his favorite target, uh, Scary Terry um, Clinton. I think I think he definitely keeps him involved. And um, Brian Robinson, I think he has. I, I actually I actually got Brian Robinson to have a breakout game. Against that defense, um, um, I don't see nothing that says that they could beat the Commanders. And I mean, I think the Commanders they 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 they, they keep Jonathan Taylor in control. I think you take Pittman Pittman out the game and you force that young quarterback to have to make decisions and have to play up to NFL speed. I just think it's too much for him in his first start. So I gotta take uh, the Commanders. Alright, and then we got the San Francisco 49er take on the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I'm going to take the Rams in this one. Um, and I feel like um, Stanford is going to get it done for his team. Um... The 49ers, um, I, I, I feel like they're going to score in this game, but I feel like the Rams are going to pull off an upset victory over the 49ers. Um, I disagree. Uh, um, there's nothing good up there right now. I think, um, they're coming off the bar, right? Um, I yeah. Think, I think there's, they're just, they're, I think the acquisition of, uh, uh, what's his name? Christian. Christian yeah. McCaffrey. I think he gets a full weekend with that offense, and I just think, I think it just, it's just, it becomes too much. It be, I think it becomes, I think it becomes too much. Becomes too much, and I think that um, I, I I I just it's just too many components on the on the LA. I mean, sorry, on the San Francisco 49ers, and it's a great in in division rivalry. We always get great games when they meet. And again, I just think uh, something's wrong in LA. Um, I don't think Stafford puts it together yet. And I think the 49ers come out, they have an overall, an overall complete good game from their defense and the offensive side. I think Carapro, uh, he protects the ball this week. And I think he does enough to get his team a win. 
Alright, and then we got the Sunday night football matchup between the Green Bay Packers taking on the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to take Bill Mafia and this one, Josh Allen, and going to continue to dominate. Again, a struggling Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And the Bills is home for, for this Sunday night game as well. So you, you can expect that stay the end to be loud and going off the chain but I've but I I'm, I'm taking Buffalo in this one. Uh, um again um I don't own no money but I think the package do. You owe the Bills Mafia money. They're gonna get it. I think Josh Allen has a field day with that defense. I think that defense has a field day with Aaron Rodgers and I just think we, we I think we we all Live, I think all of us live. We all witness Aaron Rodgers' age ten more years after this game's over because it's gonna be a long day out there for him. All right, and then we got our Halloween Monday Night Football between the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Cleveland Brown AFC North battle and. You guys know I'm taking my team, the Cincinnati Bengals, to win this game. Joe Burrow continue to have a great game, and this one, uh, the Bengals are back, baby. They got it all together right now, and against a struggling Browns team, I don't think that they they're gonna be able to stop. Joe Burrow and his offense and this defense, despite having people injured on, on on our defense, we still making tough on on the offense and and I just don't think the Browns are going to be able to stop Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boy and Joe Mixon and T Higgins. Um, so I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think I gotta agree. I think Jamar Chase is uh, just balling out of control right now. I think Joe Burrow, they're, they're hitting their stride together as an offensive unit. I still think there's just a couple things the defense have to clean up to uh, bring it all together. But I think uh, playing a heavily predominantly run team, I think uh. The game plan definitely has to be to go in and neutralize and control and shut down uh, Kareem and uh, Nick Chubbs. And I think if they do that, I think you have to make you make Brissett have to throw the, throw the ball more. Brissett isn't the worst passer. He isn't the best passer in the league. But, I mean, I, I, at the end, I just think it's the Bengals' offense is just too much for the Browns to keep up. If the Browns can't keep it close and control the clock running the ball, I think this is a runaway game for the Bengals. I think it stays close for the first half, and I think between the third and fourth, the Bengals pull away after a turnover or two. All right, all right. And that is our game pick for for this week. Stay tuned for next week for the updated score and our prediction to see who, who got the most and our record by then. Next we're going to have um, C is going to ask me three three really tough questions for me. So, C, take it away. Alright, all right. so, you know, you know, we, ran, we usually do one random question, but, you know, there's just be so many 
interesting topics and interesting things that's going on in sports that you know I had to come with the, I had to come and I had to make a little tough for you and I got three for you this week. Um we're gonna start off. We're gonna I'm gonna ask you Alright Of course this is probably every New Yorker's big question, big one to know an answer to. Do you see Aaron Judge in a Yankee uniform next year? And if you don't see him in a Yankee uniform, what is the best possible landing spot you see him in? What jersey could you envision him wearing next year? You know what, see, um, well, first off, uh, you know, I could see this going either way. Um, I'm not ruling out Judge returning to the Yankees. Um, but of course, they're they they they're going to be be also players you is also going to lose and not going to be able to bring back to your team. Now, if I was a team that I I could see him going to is the Giants. Um the Giants got funds. Um and hometown discount. And exactly and and um and everybody know that that beside the Yankees the, the Giants are gonna be the 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 first team to uh, reach out to to uh, Aaron Judge and this might happen that the Giants might offer Judge a contract that the Yankee just can't match and and I believe that is a possibility here I would say a dark horse team to try to sign Aaron Judge is to watch the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm. Um, um, they they um also have have some change and <laughs> and they um or or organization, but I feel like they could be a dark horse team to to um to try to bring. Aaron Judge, Judge in and match him with a young O'Nelly Cruz, mm. um, um, and just and just after and just after that, just go from there and and try to add different pieces here and there. But I didn't see that. That's interesting. But that it might take on on that. All right, all right, all right. Let me give you the second question. Um, okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run down. Uh, if you're not quite certain who's left on the schedule, but I'm gonna run it down. Um, my second question for you is: um, With 11 games left, who on the Eagles' schedule has the best chance of delivering them their first loss? Now, I'm gonna run down. Who's left on their schedule? And by the looks of it, I mean I know a lot of people say, you know, oh they had such easy schedule, X, Y, Z, yada yada yada. Nobody really cares. We all stayed. Every team has to show up and play football. So they have 
at Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday. Then, then the following week, they have the Houston Texans on Thursday night. Then the following week after that, they also have the Indianapolis Colts. No, I'm sorry. They have the Washington Commanders at home on Monday night. Then they have the Indianapolis Colts. Then they have the Packers. Then they have the Cowboys. Two dates with the Giants left on the schedule, too. Where do you see it? If there's a loss there, where do you see it? All right, well, first, um, I'm not ruling it out, but but they could finish undefeated. Um, but if I was to to pick a game where they get their their first loss, oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I I forgot to add the Green Bay Packers. I think I did Tennessee Titans. Chicago Bears and Saints. So in 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 total, it's the Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants twice. Throw the Cowboys in there one more time. Bears and Saints. Okay. Um. Um. I would say that if I was to pick a a game that they they will lose, and this will be I was I would call it a, a schedule loss, um, and I will have to say against uh, one of the game against the New York Giants. Um, okay. um the Giants have been finding ways to win. Um, since the start of this year, um, and um, I feel like one of those games, um, they they could find 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 a way okay. to uh, to uh, win against their um division rivalry. Um, uh, but that would be the team. Okay. I will see maybe the Titans, but I'm not too sold on them. So I would say probably the Giants. Okay, 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 okay. That's understandable. It's understandable. All right, we got our last question. Last question before we wrap this up. All right, this is complete. It's still sports, sports matter, but this is on a more serious note. You know, um. Again, I'm I'm a believer of you know uh, taking accountability. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Um, but I also don't wish uh, any poverty, or any terrible times on any type of human being that walks this world, that walks this walks this planet. Um, this has to do with a really touchy subject that we've had a lot of uh, a lot of different type of opinions about from all around the sports world. Um, and it's the Brittany Griner. The Brittany Griner situation in Russia. Um, she recently filed an appeal motion for her nine-year sentence. Her nine-year conviction sentence that when she was convicted of smuggling, uh, I believe, hash, hash, hash or some type of uh, cannabis 
type OU products into their country. Um, basically, uh, with the denial of her appeal, if you're Brittany Griner, if you're her family, if you're part of her legal team, you know, you're just somebody her supports, where does she go from here? Where does she go? What does she do? How does this get resolved? Or does it, or does it get resolved? Uh, do we not see Brittany Griner for another nine years? Like, where does this young lady go with her career and her most, most, most importantly, her life and her freedom? Well, um, I did see yesterday that they is moving her to to their most um, not so so pretty um, prison. Um, um, I feel like um, with um, Brittany, um, I just don't know. Um, what, what more the the United States could do? Um, and I think that they they tried, and I think that they're not really much that that uh they could try to do to uh, to um help her. Um, so, unfortunately, I think that she would just have to be there for nine years. Um, mm-hmm. um, I know before they were talking about a ex- exchange of, uh, prisoners and, and stuff like that, but, like, um... Sorry to say, baby, Brittany, you haven't done enough for the United States to give over, uh, an international terrorist that has wreaked habit, uh, like and 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 me being uh, and not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but me being uh, uh, a fan of not just the WMA but just basketball period. Again, you gotta take accountability. Like the time when all this happened, Russia, Ukraine, they're going through. Uh, is it, it was Ukraine, right? Uh, Russia and Ukraine was about to. Yeah. yeah, they're going through their issues, about to go to war. I mean. You just got caught in a situation that you shouldn't have put yourself in, and I think now I'm saying in a moment where I believe the Americans were trying to help her, and 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 you know Biden probably was doing the best thing he could do to try to, but at this point in time, it's a different world when you're when you're in hands and when you're in the hands of government officials in foreign countries, and I think this is something she's got to eat. You know, I mean, nine years. I mean, it's a long time, especially in a foreign Russian prison. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, something she got out to eat. Yeah, yeah, but that's a, that that's a my take on that question there. Um, but guys, that is gonna be it for this episode of the C A P Sports Podcast. Catch us next week, same same day, next week Wednesday. Uh, for the latest sports news, our picks, and all that good stuff, and also the World Series as well. Stay, stay safe, stay blessed out there, and until next time, peace. peace.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 